everybody, and welcome back to the WTF1 podcast, post-practice podcast edition, Japanese Grand Prix Friday. It's actually a bit earlier than usual because uh, us Europeans can't can't handle uh, a Japanese Grand Prix timings of was it 4 a.m. FP1 and, or 3 a.m. Yeah. or whatever it was. Or Yeah, um, and... Well, look, we thought we'd give you a little bit of a rundown. I think the PPP is absolutely necessary for Europeans that potentially haven't seen uh, what went on. Uh, so we thought we'd give you some uh, a lowdown. And of course, joining me in your ears is Tom Bellingham, the WTF1 founder. He is looking Hello. very, very just vibrant. It's almost as if it's Max Verstappen's championship winning weekend, <laughs> potentially. Yeah. Potentially, Hopefully that is potentially for the next four races as well. Then we go down to a uh, finale. That would be great. Thank you. Just yeah, a big know. old Max Verstappen bottle job. That would be quite the bottle job. That would be the biggest bottle job since Ferrari three months ago. Yep. It would actually be uh, quite something. I'd love to make a video about that. Maybe Leclerc will win the title. Who knows? Right. Let's talk about free practice one, first and foremost. And well, generally, Friday, very wet. All right. It was, it was. Probably the wettest we're going to see this weekend. I think Sunday is is kind of teasing a bit of rain on, but we're not sure uh, just yet. Saturday looks clear for qualifying, and that's just the beautiful tee up that Tom Bellingham always wants for a Grand Prix weekend, which is absolutely no representative practice running. However, we will get FP3, of course, which will be the only uh, session for them to to dial in their dry setups. Uh, but in terms of today, it was wet, but it was not delayed. Crucially for Katie Fairman's podcast prediction, although I think her other one is absolutely nailed. By the way, I've seen some videos of Yuki Sonoda. Oh, there's hundreds of people. Race suit, race boots, everything. Um, I know. Yeah, she nailed that one. There's, there's, there's a lot of, uh, a lot of people head to toe. The first couple of pictures came in, and yeah, some of them were like cut off, and you couldn't see their shoes and stuff. Um, but. Yeah, unfortunately, she's getting a full point there. We can't can't deny the point. Well, we've done. never discussed enjoy so the point. Yeah, enjoy the point, Katie. I hope you're very happy. <laughs> um, but yeah, FP1 there was a bit of inter run uh, intermediate running uh, in the middle of the session where all the best lap times were done, and Mr. Fernando Alonso was the fastest of everybody. Uh, I think he said something. That I can't get the exact quote but it was he was hinting about the fact that he wants it to be rained off because he's one of the fastest ones to get onto the sort of the the pace basically so fernando of course geeing himself up as always uh i think that's just um that's just fernando, fernando in a nutshell isn't it really yeah although we have seen it this year i mean he's not not wrong the fact that you know he was fastest in that session and of course canada was was the wet quality where he was sensational and put it on the front row in an alpine so he's not um certainly likes to toot his own horn but um he's not wrong to because he is very good in the wet as well loves tooting his own horn doesn't oh he? yeah absolutely. absolutely uh anyway moving on uh the main story of free practice one was mick schumacher oh, aquaplaned binned it and that not only caused him to have a quite a bit of damage to his house and i can't imagine what his repair bill would have been uh would be this season I wouldn't be surprised if Haas next year have uh, gone over the cost cap just purely from Mick Schumacher's crashes. Uh, but he then missed free practice too as well. Uh, but thankfully for him, it's dry tomorrow, so he won't have missed too much uh, representative running. Um, but we also had quite a few near misses, to be fair, uh, wasn't there? There was a lot mm. of drivers making bits of mistakes. Of course, you know, we actually saw the wet tyre as well, probably worth mentioning that. 
the wet tire. Hundred is always going to happen when you did that video. Yeah, that the next, the very next Formula One session would be the wet tire. Although, mm-hmm. to be fair, you did say quali and quali and race are the ones yeah. where it definitely won't show up and they won't use it. They just they do use it in practice a fair bit, and it just doesn't tend to get used in the race. But back to back to Mick. Yeah, I mean, it's another chassis change as well. So that's happened a lot. Saudi, Monaco. Oh, it's a big yikes. I've, I'd forgot. I hadn't even really thought about the cost cap. But yeah, maybe uh, when the finances come in, that Haas will just send a piece of paper to the FIA that just says, sorry, signed by Mick Schumacher. <laughs> <laughs> We've got over. It is what it is. Well, we'll see if uh, any teams went over the cost cap for last year and uh, what the uh, the penalties are for that. And then maybe Haas can learn from that and just send Mick Schumacher to the head teacher's office to explain why they are 50 million over the budget cap but the Uh, the fact that mick crashed literally coming into the pit not not coming into the pits but obviously he'd done his practice start it was the end of the session he was driving back to the pits and then wrote the car off oh he was it was getting to the point where i was feeling like mick might just save his drive because they've got no better option and i feel like this uh, all the steps forwards he's, he's taken, this is just many, many, many steps back. It's such a crucial time, isn't yeah. it? It's such a crucial time in the season where decisions are being made and he just, it's its so unforced. Like, yeah, okay, you're aquaplaned, but as you say, it's at the end of the session. Uh, that's just, it's, yeah, it's, it's unforgivable, really, really yeah. isn't it? Like, it is, it really is. Um, but either or, that was pretty much free practice one wrapped up. Free practice two, Okay, let me just brace myself a second. Deep breath. If you think Mick Schumacher's bad. Nicholas Latifi (laughs) drove the wrong circuit layout at the Japanese Grand Prix Suzuka circuit. My man, Nicholas Latifi, who knows he's not going to be driving in Formula One next year. He turned right too early at the final chicane in free practice too. And not only that, all right? It's the most obvious thing in the world, what he has done. But he goes on the radio and goes, uh, something strange uh, with, with the car. Um, it's all right now, though. I'm all right, or something like that. Like, he tried to play off as if he was pulling off, and then went, actually, no, the car's fine. Car's absolutely fine and dandy. My God, Nicholas Satifi. <laughs> he is a gift that keeps on giving. What a man. It's the fact that, yeah, he came into the the chicane, went off too early, which if you've ever played Suzuka short on on racing games, it's that kind of layout and turned in and then realized there's a barrier there. And yeah, like you say, he kind of stopped. And I wonder, went through his head, thought, would it be less embarrassing if I just parked the car and pretended it was an issue? And then, no, he reversed a little bit and drove... Back out. They did a little 180 spin. Yeah, 180 spin, back onto the correct layout. I've never seen that in Formula One. The nearest I can think of is when Kimi Raikkonen went off and then went up that escape road in Brazil. But he thought he would be able to get back on the track. It wasn't him actively going, I think this is the circuit. I've never seen that, you know, in Formula One. Uh, Even watching in the 90s when the pay drivers were absolutely abysmal. It's the kind of thing that, when you have a 
a mate over that wants to have a go on on your sim or whatever and play the f1 game and they don't have the racing line on and you know the circuit because you've driven suzuka a million times or like paul ricard or whatever but they don't have a clue where they're going and they turn up escape roads and things like that and then go oh what um he's a formula one driver i've seen a lot of people going oh don't be so harsh on him but this is elite sport he's meant to be in the top 20 best drivers in the world and he's that that is one of the weirdest and most bizarre mistakes i have ever seen in formula one that's not like a exaggeration it's gone the wrong way on a formula one circuit i do understand though with people saying don't be too harsh on him because you have to take into account that he does love nutella <laughs> maybe that's what it was he saw a nutella van parked at it on the in that it's uh, just it's madness isn't one it? of the Poor most guy. Bizarre... he's lost his he's lost his head hasn't he it's one um, of the most bizarre things i've ever seen you might blame oh it was a bit wet you know but they can like you know, drivers every other driver can probably close their eyes and do a lap and mm. still not get it as wrong as what nicholas latifi did with his eyes open um, that kind of sums it up beautifully, I think. But um, look, Nicholas Latifi, you will be missed. We will never see anything like this ever again. Um, <laughs> Don't even Mazepin didn't do it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, well done, Latifi. You gave us a big talking point for free practice too. Uh, other talking points was Mercedes one two. Hello, welcome. Mercedes are back. He tweeted it. Yeah. Mercedes, no, not yet. <laughs> but I will do. I will do. Uh, and then Rebel were third and fourth. Um, but I think Lewis Hamilton was interviewed and said basically that uh, they it was a bit of a chilled day and he didn't really you know put too much weight on it and the fact that they managed to turn their tires on quite quickly which seems to be a running trend with Mercedes and Ferrari as well this year that they can turn on their tires quite quickly uh, but especially for Ferrari that also means tire wear um, so yeah Mercedes look good but as we say, we may not. And I think Hamilton said that he doesn't expect any more rain the whole week or the whole weekend. Sorry. So, uh, which is a shame um, because I was hoping for a bit of a drizzle maybe on Sunday to spice things up. Not like Singapore. We don't want just no, a ball in Singapore, Singapore intermediate. Middle of the intermediate race. race. Yeah. So Yuki Tsunoda can win. Something like that. Yeah. The the fact that um, Merck, yeah, Merck won two, but, and they were one two comfortably, but we can't really take anything from the session. You've got Leclerc down in 11th, just one place from ahead of Nicholas Latifi went the wrong way. So it kind of shows you how um, you can't really take anything from the day's running. The fact that it was just pretty, well, very poor conditions throughout the whole day. It kept raining on and off as well. So it wasn't a case of the track was drying out. Um, and it seems like it's going to be completely dry tomorrow. So, dare i say it you'd expect ferrari to be better it should in theory be a track that suits them a lot more it's got it's got a ferrari one two it's got a ferrari over, one two to fair, but to be it? fair it's it you know it's that ferrari is a ferrari track you'd say um in a dry condition uh, so and you know what they're like winning in... then is that what you're saying right yeah thanks thanks tommy great look forward to that um to be fair, that was one of my predictions that Leclerc will get pole again. Um, but yeah, I think, what was it? Uh, Ferrari was second and third in free practice one and sixth and 11th in free practice two. But as we say, it was raining on and off. And Leclerc had a very near miss, actually, at turn 11, I think it was, uh, at the hairpin. 
uh, I love, I always call this the Kamui Kobayashi corner because that was just where he used to send dive bombs oh, left, that. right and centre into that corner. Uh, but Leclerc locked up and very nearly uh, got beached in the gravel, um, but managed to, to get out of there. Uh, but yeah, as I say, lots of mistakes out there. Uh, thankfully, apart from Mick Schumacher, everyone got away with it. They did. Yeah, it was um, one of those tracks where, uh, and those conditions where everyone's just finding the limit making a lot of mistakes degna degna one degna two that fast double right hander in the wet a few sketchy moments there um that's not where you want to kind of have a a bit of an off and off so um yeah if it's dry uh which it very likely to be i do love suzuka you can see why the drivers love it it's old school it's so quick um it's an unbelievable track and I'm looking forward to um to seeing like the onboards from Quali and then just going flat out because uh it's a no surprise that every driver has missed it. I think you've peaked a bit early, Tommy, because I was literally about to ask you your final thoughts. So now I'm gonna ask you your final thoughts and you can't use what you've just said. <laughs> so oh, no. let's see what your final thoughts actually are. My final thoughts are we're expecting the worst kept secret that um, one of Ocon's not-so-good mates will be announced at Alpine soon. So look out for that one. I wonder who that could be. Who could that be? God, will that be a more toxic relationship than Perez and Ocon? Stay tuned. (laughs) It should be good fun. Uh, And my final thoughts are, please, a little bit of rain, just a spicy bit of rain for Sunday, because, you know, Tommy loves an old-school track, and I love Suzuka. I think it's amazing. But also... Please be good with these cars. You're because, not wrong. Yeah, I don't, like, it could where are they going to overtake? Exactly. Uh, with how narrow it is as well as a as a track when the cars have got bigger, much bigger than what we've seen. You know, throwback to Kimi Raikkonen passing for the lead from last. You, you see how much smaller those cars yeah. are and how much more nimble they are. Now they are just boats. So, well, they need their boat on Sunday. Stay tuned. But we will... I'm just praying that Suzuka manages to produce, but I just don't, I don't know where they're going to overtake maybe into turn one, but that's not a heavy breaking zone. So let's, you, let's, let's see. What you're saying is we need Kamui Kobayashi back. Absolutely. In a, in a smaller nimble car. Sauber. Lovely. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Hashtag WTL podcast. If you want to get involved in the future stuff. All right. Katie's just and... messaged me as a, uh, as in Fairman as a text message. And I've just said final thoughts, question mark. So let's let's wait and see. Oh, we're actually, we're actually, okay. Let's, let's so wait. I'm, I'm literally in my outro and you're saying, let's wait for Katie's final thoughts. Um, Katie's what... final thoughts are, thanks for all the messages telling me about people in race suits and helmets. Love you all. It's, so this is where I'm actually a bit concerned of the bias um, from everyone listening that I don't, ev- I, I didn't have one message, I don't think about, oh, uh, do you know, I tell a lie. There was someone that messaged me on Twitter that said, well, I don't know about the uh, English commentators, but the German commentator said about the driver's eyes almost all the time around Singapore. All right. So I I'm taking a one. point. It's a delayed point. Thank you very much, everybody. I'm sad uh, as well. Cause not, uh, I said Verstappen doesn't win the title and he hasn't won it yet. No one's messaged me. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, there you go, everybody. We're going to be live on Twitch uh, for qualifying and the race, so make sure you're there. It'll be nice and early. We'll have our coffees in hand if you're uh, if you're a European. If you're Australian, then enjoy. Enjoy. Lap this up. The Japanese Grand Prix will be a, a wonderful, chilled occasion for you. Uh, that is it. Thank you so much. See you soon on Twitch tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Bye.